On this episode of the Macworld Podcast, it's all about your hot takes. We'll respond to your thoughts on Apple's MacBooks, the iPhone, and more. Stay tuned. I'm Roman Loyola, here with Life Johnson and Michael Simon. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Happy Thanksgiving Thanksgiving to all. In the United States, Thursday is a holiday. It's a Thanksgiving. Some of us eat turkey. Some of us eat other foods. Some of us just eat. (laughs) (laughs) And technically, Friday is a very capitalist holiday, too. It's Black Friday. That's true. I've never heard of that. Explain this Black Friday you speak of. (laughs) It's a holiday. So there are a lot of good Apple deals. You know, it's technically the deals are supposed to go live on Friday, but it lasts a whole weekend. A lot of them start today, which right now is Wednesday, and so it'll be tomorrow too. So if you go onto our page, you know, if you're depending on when you're listening to this, go to the best Apple Black Friday yeah. deals, and you'll see all that stuff I've been compiling there for yeah, you. We'll be yeah. we'll be working through the holiday, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it has been a slow uh, news week, so we're doing a special edition of the show where we feature your hot takes from the Macworld social media feeds. That's uh, what we're thankful for this year. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we are thankful for our uh, listeners and your guys' uh, thoughts and questions about stuff that's happening. Thank you guys very much for listening. Yes. So uh, these hot takes are your reactions to Macworld stories and other happenings in the world of Apple. You can see the hot take postings in the show notes for this podcast on macworld.com. We'll also link to the original social media posts. So you guys ready? I'm ready. All right, here we go. So the first one is on the topic of the uh, MacBook Pro. Uh, Mike Simon wrote an article about it. uh, Missing a few features he still wants. Uh, We got a big response in regards to... Uh, Mike wanting a touchscreen on the MacBook Pro. Listen, I'm not saying I necessarily want one, but <laughs> I would like Apple to do something with touchscreens on the Mac. Right, some sort of implementation or like, yes. You know, yes. Uh, I have four comments here. I'll read these and then we'll respond to them. The first one's from at the Jazz on Twitter. That person wrote, hey, Apple, please read this article and listen to your customers. MacBook Pro needs touchscreen. Hmm. I'm also holding out on buying new MacBook Pro until you add missing features. At Spots Fanatic, also on Twitter, wrote that Apple is completely ignoring the elephant in the room, the no touch screen. That person also thanked Macworld for journalistic integrity. I don't, I don't know if mentioning that. Why are we laughing at that, Leif? Why is that so funny? Because I don't really. Is the idea that. Yeah. Is the idea that we have any integrity, the idea that we have any integrity make it funny to you, Leif? Is that what it is? No, it's just <laughs> that the fact that you, including no, I, a touchscreen is like integrity. I know. And that's, that's, yeah, no, I don't. That's, that's. At D4500Peter wrote, the last thing I want on my laptop is a touchscreen when I use my Windows laptop when I'm forced to. I never touch a screen nor, nor want to. And at Rafalco81 wrote, I do not want a touch screen on a laptop. People keep asking for it, but it's just a mess. Just look at your phone. <laughs> also, Face ID works, but again, it is a pain sometimes. That's a bad take. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's railing on the iPhone touch screen? I don't understand. Can you, can you read that first part again? And especially on the iPad, which I believe is the best uh, comparison here. Face ID is wonderful. It's, it's better suited to the iPad, yeah. I think, than it is because you're always looking at it. You know, what not... Rafalka is saying is that when you have a touch screen, you always end up with a messy screen because of your finger residue or whatever. 
and I can say that because whenever I have to do videos, like when I do iPad videos, every couple of seconds we have to stop so I can clean off the thing right. so we can well, that, resume. Yeah, I, I, I'm the same way, but that, that's a that's a and that's an extreme case. And I got to tell you, man, when, every now and again I, I get a glimpse of my MacBook screen in the sunlight, and it is it's horrific. Yeah. Oh it's yeah, not like it's it's clean. I that's, mean, it's, uh, these things get dirty no matter whether we're touching them. Or yeah, that's true. I'm, I never touch my screen, but I look and I go, oh my, yeah, what is like, going what did on I there? Do to this? Exactly. <laughs> It's just not smeared across the screen. Yeah. Like, you know, like I'll sit next to our my boss, John, in the meeting, and he has a touchscreen Windows laptop. And I'll look at his screen from certain angles, and you can see the smears across the yeah. screen. And I think, yeah. yeah, I don't want that either. But people are used to it or people aren't used to it. Well, they're used I to just, it a bit. He, go ahead. No, you can go. <laughs> just, I was just going to say, the only time I feel compelled to touch the, the MacBook screen is when I've been using that iPad Pro for a while, because, you know, that is that is the main yeah. way you interact with when that. you switch devices. And so when I switch back to the MacBook, that's kind of built in, And but then I quickly drop that, and I remember, oh, right, I can't do that, and so I just live my, with it. <laughs> my biggest problem with the new MacBook is, eight, what is it, eight years ago? Yeah. Steve Jobs said that PCs were... We're, we're in the post-PC revolution or whatever he called it. And since then, Apple has done nothing to bring the MacBook into that era. Well, that's because he died. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, you, I mean, that very well may be true. Yes. Maybe they don't have that, maybe they don't have that vision. They don't understand. Maintaining our but, integrity. And, I, I, right. and I'll give you an example of, of what I want. So my, I have an eight-year-old son. And... He uses the iPad regularly, and he, you know, he uses the phone or the touch, all, all the touchscreen devices. And whenever I have my computer out, and he wants to do something, he instinctively reaches for Ooh, the screen yeah. to touch it. And I don't think Apple is understanding that there is a generation of people who are growing up with this right, technology, right. and Apple going, isn't addressing yeah. it at all. Yeah, yeah going, kind of, okay, let, boomer. <laughs> yeah, kind of like f- following up what Life said. There have been times when I'm sitting there using an iPad, and then I'll switch to my MacBook. And I'll reach out and touch the screen and go, what am I doing? I can't, this isn't a touch screen. It's, it's just because I had just been using the iPad. So, yeah. It's, and, you know, and it's, it's it, beyond that, as I wrote, it's the, it's the processor. It's the, it's the lack of face ID. It's that, that front camera that hasn't changed in five years. You know, there's nothing about this MacBook, right. despite the fawning comments that I've been reading about it for the last two weeks, <laughs> that makes it anything special. They basically, it's, it's basically the, the, the Mia Culpa book. Where yes. they changed the yeah. keyboard, they gave you the escape key back, they gave you a little smaller bezels that they should have done three or four years ago, like everyone else is doing, and that's it. That's my There's idea. Nothing about it that's exciting. In nothing. addition to the old stuff, you know, it's like okay, we we step back a bit, but yes. here's some really future forward looking stuff There's to balance nothing that. Future, nothing. Well, and, and they're basically saying here, we screwed up for five years, now <laughs> spend twenty five hundred dollars to fix it. That's that's I just don't I don't I don't there's nothing about this that gets me excited. Well, is, nothing. Go ahead, Roman. As the person who reviewed the 16-inch yes. MacBook Pro, <laughs> uh, you know, it is a very good laptop for what of it course. is. I'm not saying yeah. it's not. Yeah. What I think is going to happen is I think Apple is going to eventually put out a laptop, a whole new laptop that does what you want it to do. That is the I don't want to say the future of laptops, so to speak, but the next iteration of what Apple believes its MacBook Pro is going to be. And I think that will include an ARM processor. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it will have a touchscreen. The thing about the touchscreen is that 
there's a problem with Mac OS and Mac OS doesn't have touch targets. That's not necessarily true because if you look at Chrome OS or Windows on on anything, Surface or something, it's it's not dramatically different. You can yes. you can touch targets that are you small can't touch enough. targets, but I you think know, they are... they don't have to be bigger to to, to respond to your touch. Well, I, the thing is, I think Apple would not settle doesn't like to settle in terms of the UI. And I, I think have you, have you seen those those uh, catalyst apps? <laughs> well, that's my point. What what I was going to say. I think what Apple was trying to do with, they haven't actually said, but I think one of the things they want to do with Catalyst is to bring those iOS apps over to the Mac. That way they can be more touch friendly, you know, not necessarily a direct ports, but they can be more touch friendly for a touch screen. I think that was I'm, one of the I'm things they were- I'm at looking at the Skype app on my screen right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing about it that I couldn't reach out and touch. Nothing. It's it's there's there's a favorites on the left. There's there's chat buttons. There's a screen in the top that I can enlarge. There's there's a menu at the at the at the top left. I mean, there's nothing here that needs to be redesigned for my fingers. Nothing. And and I agree. And and going back to what I was saying, you know, I was saying yes that I easily adjust and everything. But the problem is, is that I believe that intuitive technology should you know there should be a, a unity of experience. And so it's like. If I, I shouldn't be momentarily confused when I go back from my Mac, go back to my MacBook from my iPad Pro and stuff like that, and you know, yeah. I, I I believe what the, there's a you know when there's a disconnect like that, they're doing something wrong, and so in a way that is kind of like my you know you, you don't have to use the touchscreen interface, you know, and if it, if the argument really is that they don't like you people smudging up their MacBooks, well, that is what the iPad is designed for, is smudging it up with your fingers. I mean, so yeah. it's just – and like like you said, like I don't do a thing to my MacBook uh, screen, but it often gets all the finger stuff on yeah, it. Yeah, it's a, it's a mess. Or, yeah. or something. It's not even finger stuff. I don't know where that stuff comes from, but it's, it does get it's, dirty. It's just like, you know, like talking and sneezing and yes. coughing and all these little stray things that, that food and – Yeah, like <laughs> – Kids, <laughs> pets, <laughs> whatever. So that that, that just, would be my I argument. Just, yeah. I just I, I wasn't you know we've been waiting for a new a quote unquote new MacBook for a while, and yes, this checks off a lot of the boxes that we've been things that we've been complaining about. But that's it. That's all it does. It fixes stuff. So if it, it you like bring a step back, to the table. it could be the game changer. It could have been the you know, and that's yeah, the sure. to 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 wow people with that. I'm surprised they didn't take that opportunity. Maybe they just felt like the butterfly keyboards were in such garbage shape that they just really needed to, to get something. And, out and you know, Apple Apple knew it because th- this this didn't wasn't an event. They they just had briefings. They yeah. didn't have an event for this. So Apple knew that this isn't anything to to write home about. Right. And just real quick, you know, we were laughing before about that journalistic integrity thing. And, <laughs> I, I, you know, I think what that guy was talking about is that there was a lot of, like, hoopla like yeah. from the, app, you know, the Apple people. There's fawning. Yeah. And, yeah. And, you know, when you take a step back and look at it, it's like, well, it's a, it's a MacBook. Like, what are you guys going on about here? It's $2,500 and there's nothing here. Nothing. I totally, I could not get excited about it. The keyboard felt good, but I didn't feel like saying, "Ooh, Roman, can I use that for like a week and stuff?" And I, like, I mean, eh. it's a keyboard. It's a keyboard they should have yeah. had in twenty in twenty fifteen or whenever the, the whenever they changed it. They exactly. shouldn't. They should have realized it back then. They shouldn't have been ch- selling us that thing for four to five <laughs> generations. I agree. So, I mean, how many millions of dollars do they make off of a, a crappy keyboard? Knowingly, I mean, they must. They had to know that this thing is not 
good enough. I'm not thankful for the new MacBook. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am thankful that they seem to be at least listening and heading in sure. the right direction sure. again. I would like to see a, a one, like we were talking, wow product with all this stuff incorporated. But, uh, yeah. Well, even if nothing else, Face ID is a, a no-brainer. I know that that baffles me. Yes. They have the technology small enough to fit into the iPad, so it's there and it's doable. Why is it not yet in the MacBook? And that MacBook it. already cost a fortune. If they're going to talk yeah. about how, yeah, it's, right, yeah. right, it's, 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 it's right. It, it can't be that much more more cost uh, efficient or less cost efficient. I, I, I don't get it. I don't either. And you know, they have the chip in there and the security and everything's there. They have Touch ID, so it's it's not like they, they need a secure enclave or any of that stuff. It's all there. Yep. All they have to do is put in the, the, the true depth camera and, and go. Our next topic is also on an article that Michael Simon wrote. He wrote an article about the iPhone 11 versus Android's best. Uh, yes, here we go. I've been waiting for this. <laughs> oh, boy. <It's> be. <laughs> uh, the first comment from Twitter comes from Rain in Blue, who wrote, Apple has not made any improvement on their iPhone since the passing of Steve Jobs. Three cameras on their latest iPhone 11 for a price only an idiot would spend. Apple is only a name now. Quit buying iPhones because they're iPhones. Droids have passed them up in every category. Another an comment. Statement. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then another comment from at Ducket4 wrote, how much did Apple pay for this article? This is probably the first <laughs> and only article that says iPhone 11 camera beat the Pixel 4 and the OnePlus 7T. Oh, plus a bunch of other fairy tales about iPhones in general. Also more ads for Apple than anything else on that article. Wait, we have Apple ads? <laughs> See? Yeah, seriously. So much for our integrity. <laughs> the iPhone didn't even win. Right? I was wondering <laughs> that. Did you even read the article? Yeah. I think this is one of those headline things. So people don't read the article. Because when, when you told me those comments were coming, I was expecting like, oh boy, here we go. He's going to say that the iPhone didn't win. It's a, yeah, first, I thought they'd be pissed at me for picking an Android phone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm, the, I, one thing I got to get, I got to get my answer. Those are the two main comments, yeah. Okay, all right. But, uh, you know, the, the not made any improvements on the iPhone. I'm going to, we're talking about Face ID. That is some serious space yeah, age yeah. stuff. That Steve, is amazing. It, that is phenomenal. Steve, Steve Jobs died before the iPhone 4S or 5S? 5S. Yeah. You no, cannot S. tell me that I mean, Face ID is not innovation. Yeah, yeah. That is some. Uh, the, 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 the whole iPhone 10 is a, is a great phone i mean yeah, yeah you yeah. can't that's that's a that's a crazy thing to say yes if you don't get face id you just have not been using it that, that's uh, it, and i'll say there's nothing on android that's even comes close yes. the pixel 4 has it it's not anywhere near yeah. as good yeah the one thing that tells me about these two articles is you know i often hear because i work for a publication that focuses on apple and often accused of being a fanboy and things like that and and I sit there and I think, you know, there are just as many fanboys on the other side. Yeah. If, oh, if, God. If they're not even louder mm -hmm. than, you know, because there's the, the thing about what people on the other side don't understand is that Apple fanboyism has has died down a lot because Apple yeah, has become yeah. so much more mainstream. Right. Yeah. It's also, you know, listen, the iPhone is a really, really good phone. 50 million right. people a quarter wouldn't buy it if it was sucky. <laughs> You know, it's just, I mean, no matter how you slice this, no matter what what we want to take out of the article that I wrote, and, you know, I have pro things about the iPhone and con things about the iPhone, but no matter how you cut it up, 
It's a great freaking phone, particularly the iPhone 11 for 700 Oh, no. Yeah, $700. I mean, it's, it's, it's fantastic. And I want to say before you know, anyone listening starts saying, Mike's just a fanboy. Mike splits his time. Yeah, literally like in half. Literally <laughs> in half. He only works for me half the time. That's right. So he, he only spends half his time covering iPhone and Apple stuff. He spends the other half of his time mostly covering Android, but also yeah. some other you know PC-oriented um, subjects. I've but. seen that boy wearing two smartwatches before. Yes. You know, an Apple <laughs> Watch and some other one. Yes. I mean, to be, to be fair, I, I, I universally hate everything. Yes. <laughs> But, Mike, but it, it was a fun article to write. I did a, I did a ton of testing. Uh, the, the couple of things that, that stuck out were that the iPhone performance is just insane. I mean, insane. I tested it against the two newest uh, Qualcomm processors, uh, Snapdragon 855 and 855 Plus, uh, with Browser Bench and Geekbench and all these other, uh, a bunch of other ones that I didn't necessarily include in the article because it just got too heavy-handed. But, I mean... The iPhone blew everything away in every single test, like like twice as fast, three times as fast. It was crazy. So if you want the most, the best performance, I mean, there's no there's no question about what 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 to get. The I mean, the the only caveat to that is there's only so much we take advantage of, of in a phone on a daily basis. Yeah. So a lot of that power we're not really seeing. Right. But it's still. I mean, the iPhone is just that chip. The A13 chip is just bonkers. That's that's the benefit of you know. Making the hardware and that's the right. software. Yeah, they control the whole stack, yeah. and that's it's no one else. No one else really has that. And the other surprise, or, or not a surprise, or the, the or the one surprise was how not good the Pixel Four is. I mean, I don't know. Google, you you can you can talk about the Pixel Three wasn't great. The Pixel Two, I mean, there and you know there are arguments to be had on both sides. The Pixel Four is a not unbiased bad phone. <laughs> like they just, I don't know what the heck they did. Android is slow. It crashes. Apps hang. Systems, system apps hang. Google's apps hang. I had to restart it today. I was, I was using it today, and the the icons on the on the always on display were overlapping the phone. Like it's just a mess. And I'm just shocked that Google put this product out and charges eight hundred or nine hundred dollars for it. It's it's nuts. Now, I wouldn't say, recommend anyone buy it, even for Black Friday sales. I see. I'm going to say something in this regard, you know, because you're hearing, making you hear nice, balanced, you know, criticisms about this and stuff. So you, you people were talking about the Apple fanboys. It, it's God. It's I, it's like if you go and looked at an Android subreddit and stuff. It's like every couple of comments, somebody's got to make a swipe at Apple. Why? What is yeah, your well, deal? Listen, yeah, and uh, it I was, mean that. Not to anger anyone who, who uh, politically, but it's you know this is what we we, we see this in politics all the time. Right, you know, it's, it's, it's the nature you know, of the beast now. Yeah, it's just the way it goes. You know, if you like one person, you take a swipe at the other side. If you like one side, you take a swipe at the other. I mean, that, it's it's very the Android Apple argument aligns very much politically with yeah. the with the left wing and the right wing, whichever side is which. Right. I don't know. The extreme, but it, it's it's the same it's the same thing. If you, it's not it's not enough that you win, the other side has to lose too. And see, that's what I like about the ads, too. You know, people make fun of Apple's ads, but they don't go around, Samsung sucks and stuff like that. Well, that that is exactly what Samsung has to. Well, Samsung's ad. Well, that's what Samsung has to. Apple, (laughs) the, 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 because people, when you look at Android, you're looking at Android as a whole. Yeah. If you take any one phone, 
The iPhone kills it. Samsung doesn't sell as many S10s in a year as Apple sells iPhones in a quarter. You, you, because yeah. uh, individual phones don't match up. Because Apple's Apple's just massive with how many iPhones they sell. Yeah. So I mean, you know, when when you're the king, everyone comes at you. Uh, speaking of Apple ads, man, that uh, Christmas iPad ad, I was I was I, I I was literally crying at the end of it. I haven't watched it. it was I, so long. I'm not. I I'm fought not really back. an emotional guy. Holy crap! Yeah, <laughs> I fought back, especially you know because we have kids, so we kind yeah, of yeah. That's what the whole thing. Yeah, the the, the, the grandmother, and it's, it it was basically like the, the the horrible beginning of Up, but like a real life version of it. <laughs> yeah. They even have the same uh, music. But I saw the TV like. Is I think is like a minute version. Okay, it's shorter and it's so choppy that it pulls all the emotion out of it. It's, yeah, but it's, that's why they released those three-minute YouTube ads, which are probably yeah. more effective than this yeah. one anyway. Yeah. I, I, I put it I put it on for my wife later on in the day, and she of course was crying too. And she's Aww. like, she's like, why? She's like, how is that supposed to get me to buy an iPhone? <laughs> Like I don't know, but it's it's I mean it's it's impactful. But yeah, I'm not gonna run out and buy a tablet now. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Our next topic is about an article Leif wrote. Finally, not that one that I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote an article on Apple News. The headline is Apple News Plus stumbled because it's the service most outside Apple's control. James Miller on Facebook wrote, "I much prefer this when it was texture." I could download specific magazines and not have to search through a lot of irrelevant items. I really think most things Apple work very well, but Apple News Plus is horrible. Shortly after Apple took it over, I canceled my account without even finishing the trial period. Please bring back texture. Bill Dye wrote, their algorithms are questionable. I signed up for Science News and I get news on pseudoscience, fad diets, and homeopathy. I didn't sign up for Apple News Plus. I still use the Apple News app. But the thing that yeah. drives me drove me crazy about it is that because I like to read a, a lot of news about sports, mm-hmm. and it always showcased ESPN the magazine, mm-hmm. especially the body issue. Yeah. And even though ESPN the magazine, I, I believe, has been discontinued, it's no longer even being printed, but yet it's being featured in the news. App. Well, they just did. Drove me I crazy. think they only do the body issue. Which is probably why issue. you saw that. Yeah, because I know they did that this year. Mm. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm not 100%. It, it, it might still be in existence, but they definitely did that for yeah. sure recently. There is some weirdness to it that I haven't been able to figure out. I still use it, but yeah, it, it, it takes a lot of sifting to get what I want to yeah, read. Yeah, it's I, – I, when I used – I used I mean, I tested the iPhone 11, so I used it as my daily driver for like a month. Uh-huh. And I tried it, and I never went back. It's not good. Well, see, Apple News Plus as a whole, you know, I think it works okay. But my problem was, like, you know, because of what I do, I, you know, I have an RSS feed. I have a Twitter list and everything. Yeah, we all, right. That that I keep directly to technology news and stuff and and Apple and stuff. And I'll go to the New York Times or something if I want to read, you know, straight political stuff or whatever like that. But you got to sift through all that stuff every time you go into Apple News Plus. I I just want to see the technology news. I just want to see the, and because I have it set up. And there's nothing about it that's current either. Like it's not like, when you go to Google News, you're getting within the, within a half hour right. what's breaking and what's new and what's exciting and what's hot. Apple News, you can be getting a story from two days ago. Yeah, yeah. Like the, it's it's not. Yeah, as the guy said, it, the algorithm is not good. The curation is not good. The, even the design isn't good. Like Leif was saying, you got to you know you jump to all these hoops and find stuff. It's I don't know what 
they did or didn't do when they bought texture, but they need to they need to either scrap it or fix it because it's there. No one's going to sign up for this thing or keep it if they do. Nobody. I didn't it, use texture. You guys, did you guys use? No, texture? I never I did used it to try it before Apple launch. Yeah. Apple yeah, News Plus started to try it out. But yeah. and was it better at curation and? It's about similar, but the th- the problem. Okay, here's the difference with texture. Texture was its own dedicated app. I think yeah. we're getting into this problem with Apple News Plus because Apple's trying to mix that all into right. the regular yes. Apple News Plus, right. and so yeah, texture you got it was like uh, I don't know, like a like a library of your favorite magazines and when a new one came in it told you and you pressed a button and it downloaded i mean it was it was very rudimentary yeah but it worked and it did what people wanted it to do now apple is trying to make that part of like a larger ecosystem of news and it's just confusing and annoying and not great i know apple doesn't want to do that but it would probably be better the experience if it was a separate app again and uh because i don't think the overall experience or the way that it works has changed a lot but the way that they try to integrate it in with the regular news apple apple news it just does not work and this is one of the arguments i was saying in there when i said it was out of its control you have different file formats you know some are you know online some are pdfs and everything and so that makes for a very different experience when you're Mm -hmm. looking on your iphone versus you're looking on your mac or your you know and apple can't neatly curate this they don't they can't easily like with songs and stuff which are all the same format and you know and give this in a nice little playlist and stuff i guess you could do with articles but that's going to take a lot longer and uh it's yeah it, that's apple likes to have this very you know it, it it does well and that's what i said i even say this control is a good thing when it knows you know it can very carefully curate that stuff you can't do that with journalism it's it's all over the place that's one of the mm-hmm. reasons why it's so nice just to go to you know your your favorite sites or you know make your twitter list or something like that and yeah and that's what i like about google news is they don't really necessarily try to do any of that right they just say all right so the microsoft surface laptop 3 reviews came out here's here's a 20 of them exactly, all together yeah. and that's it and that's why that's so popular i'm sure google at some point will shut it down and ruin it like they do everything else <laughs> but at the moment it works really well yeah. and it's simple and it's just it's you know i mean cost aside i would i'd pay for that i'd pay five bucks a month to google for something that was my feed and i can customize it and all that stuff if they decide to make it a paid service sure and see, it's kind of like I was saying I earlier. Yeah, right. It, it, you can kind of, you know, do exactly, you know, your custom topics and stuff in Apple News Plus. But that is the big thing for me. I don't like scrolling through the relevant, you know, the irrelevant big news of the day mm-hmm. and stuff. Where I, I, yeah, maybe some people want to use Apple News for that. I don't. I want to see the news that is relevant to me. If I were in business, I would want to see relevant business news as opposed to reading about whatever things going on in the White House right now. It was, it's just... Uh, yeah, and it's like it's not just like one quick scroll. It's like several scrolls, and that's annoying. Mm. Yeah, and plus, you know, there's no way to get it other than an iPhone and an iPad, which yes. is also annoying. Yeah. Not that I would want it on my Android phone, but, I mean, if you're going to be serious about this, you need to be able to get it somewhere other than just an, uh, a, a, a mobile Apple device or a, or a Mac. You know, you gotta they, they gotta come out with an, an app for another platform if they're serious about turning this into something that's going to be a legitimate service that publishers want to join. Maybe this is petty, but I also don't like that on my 2017 15-inch MacBook Pro, it still takes quite a few seconds for Apple News Plus to even open. Because it's, uh, it's Catalyst. Yes. 
<laughs> it's, it's true. It's, it's not a Mac app. And uh, it's like, that's annoying. There, 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 there's like a hamster running on a wheel behind that thing. <laughs> so it's just like, what? And, and almost immediately, you know, I go to the little shortcut that allows you to open the page on its own. As a, you know, and because, you know, we, you know, as a journalist, I do a lot of sharing of links and stuff like this. And mm-hmm. so, you know, they stick you with that Apple News link, which is not helpful at all. And so I have to, you know, wonder if I want to see the actual hot link. Yeah. Right. I mean, to be fair, we all hate Google AMP too. So, yeah, that's true. Uh, it's not just Apple that we're picking on. Yeah. Yes. Our final topic for the show is in regards to the Apple iPhone 11 smart battery case review that Life wrote. Uh, he basically said it's a new spin on an old design. At Robbie Crazy Dude on Twitter, he wrote uh, old design and he kind of like marked it out. And then, <laughs> but he put a check mark against, against uh, check mark with a statement saying it's an aging design. So I'm, I was trying to decipher that. Robbie, you're crazy. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, I guess I guess it's only two years old. Is that what he's saying? I mean, it's not like it's that. The smart battery Maybe. case came out yeah. 2017, I guess. It's yeah. Only with yeah. the iPhone 10. Yeah. App Saptarshi wrote, which is more hideous aesthetically, the squarish cam design or the battery case? I actually don't think the battery case is that ugly. I don't know why people <laughs> get... It, it, it's... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, would you like the whole thing just to be this big, thick brick? Okay, whatever. More power it, you. <laughs> visually, it's okay. I, I don't like the feel, that lumpiness, that of the where the battery stops mm-hmm. like i don't like I, I like the you know i i, I don't use a phone I don't, I don't use a case when I, on any of my phones so but insane. in that that particular one it's very bulbous and then it's not and that 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 drives me crazy yeah. i'm not, not not a huge fan of the battery case one thing but i, I understand found, its point i mean i get it i'm glad they have it well one thing I, I found that's nice about that thin part is when i slip it in my pocket you know that thin part is a little bit easier to grab onto uh, yeah, and that's true. You know, pull it out and so yeah, it's like a little handle yeah. yeah well if there's anything we know about apple design is that they always try to do something distinct about the design mm-hmm. and there are a lot of battery cases that are quote-unquote sleek that yeah. you know they're smooth and you know they don't have weird bumps and stuff like that in other words it's already been done so apple kind of went the other direction <laughs> with this yeah. blockier yeah yeah they, i mean it's definitely distinct you know what right. it is yeah yeah you know it's an iphone case when you see it you know that's an iphone right. when you see it so well then you know the mophie juice access actually has a very similar design to this but the problem is and it kind of shows the strength of apple's design because that thin part at the top on apple's design you pull it back you know it's it's elastomer and then you slip your phone in whereas on the mophie one you actually have to break the phone the case in two mm-hmm. and you know and so apple's design is meant to avoid doing that because yep. it's yeah it's really hard to slip that phone into that <laughs> lightning port which is in there without yeah it. yeah yeah, I get it. Yeah, there's a. I mean, it's definitely as far as functional goes. I mean, they they nailed that all over the place. I mean, it's yeah. it's the best use of a battery case that I've seen. And as far as functional, let's not forget they added a camera button on the side. That's the yeah, thing. The, yeah. I agree. That's pretty cool. Um, and you know, listen, you're you're adding a what, what what's the capacity of the battery? Do we do we know? I, it's been all over the place, and you know, the max one is better, but I think it's like fourteen thirty or something like that. I could be wrong. Okay. Yeah. So, so you, I mean, you're adding a you know a significant battery to the back of your phone. I mean, it's got to be some. It's got to add some thickness and some weight to it. I mean, it can't not. Yeah. I will say, Apple says it gives you about fifty fifty percent 
more battery life of your normal. And to me, when I tested it, that was dead on. That was exactly what it gave before it depleted. So I thought that was interesting. Okay. So that, yeah, so that sounds about right, about 1,500 milliamp hours, because that's, I think it's about three grand or so mm-hmm. for inside for the, phone. the phone. So that's, yeah. that's, that's, that sounds about right. But again, you know, you're, until we have this battery breakthrough technology, which doesn't seem to ever be happening, mm-hmm. you know, this is the only way to, if you want your phone to last a couple of days, this is the only way to do it. And if you're adding uh, 1,500 or 2,000 or whatever the, the milliamp hour capacity of the battery you're adding to it is, mm-hmm. you're adding, up significant weight and heft to your yeah. phone. There's no other way to do it. Can't be done. There was a uh, rumor that came out this morning about Apple's screen and the iPhone 12 that it could be uh, thinner. And yeah, what, I, I read that. Yeah, and so then there was speculation, well, does that mean the iPhone is going to get thinner? And I don't think it will. I think Apple will use that opportunity to add more battery. I hope so. Who knows? I hope so. I, mean, I don't, I don't yeah. think there's anything wrong with... You know, we're in the range of uh, eight millimeters to nine millimeters is perfectly acceptable. Some are seven, seven and a half. I don't remember. I think the iPhone is 7.9 or something like that. That's fine. We do not need to cut any more millimeters yeah, from the dick. We don't need to go thinner on the phone. Yeah, so that's no why I think they would go no add more battery, you know. Yeah, maybe. I mean, we're talking about the screen The screen uh, thickness would not – it's not like a measurable or a right. noticeable difference. But when, you, when you're talking about battery capacity, a half a millimeter makes a, lot, makes a big difference. Yeah. Well, that just about does it for this week's episode of the Macworld Podcast, episode 677. Thanks to Michael Simon. Thanks. Thanks to Life Johnson. Thanks. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Yeah, and happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Thank you, the listener, for tuning in. You can subscribe to the podcast via iTunes, through SoundCloud, or on Spotify. If you have any comments or questions, send us an email at podcast at macworld.com or contact us through Twitter, that's at Macworld, or on the Macworld Facebook page. Join us on the next episode as we talk about the latest news and happenings in the world of Apple. See you all next episode. Thank you.